0: and say, Jesus will be there. (laughs) Amen. If you have your Bibles, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Bible says, and they continued, somebody shout, continued, steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and breaking of bread and in prayers. We need to pray a little bit more and fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles and all that believed were together somebody shout together amen Amen. God bless you You may be seated I want to talk to you today for a little while I will not be lengthy but we need each other turn around that person next to you beside you in front of you behind you and say I need you And you need me. Amen. We really do. We we can't make it without one another. We need one another. We may not agree like everybody. We may not see eye to eye, but we need one another. Will Rogers was once asked, what's wrong with the world? And Will Rogers said, people. (laughs) People. Of course, it's a very humorous thing that he noted. But others have been seriously cynical concerning the human race. One said this, the world would be a pretty good place to live in if it weren't for the people in it. Somebody even wrote a book, a preacher, by the uh, matter of fact, that he wrote a book. He said, people are pitiful and we be people. (laughs) Really, we are. We're, we're, We're people that are pitiful people. Even in a Peanuts cartoon, I haven't read a cartoon in a long time, but I used to read them every Sunday morning because every Sunday morning they would be in color and we would read the comics. Anybody remember that in the paper? Do they still have that? Amen. So I I probably need to sign up so I could see those comics. I'd read them all the time. But in, in the Peanuts cartoon, Lucy screamed at Linus to change the channel on the TV, threatening him with her fist if he didn't. He said what makes you think you can walk right in here and take over asked Linus Lucy said these five fingers She said individually they're nothing but when I curl them together like this into a single unit they form a weapon that is terrible to behold Linus quickly responded which channel do you want then turned away and he looked at his fingers and he said why can't you guys get organized like that <laughs> there's something to be said when we learn to get together the word of god says one can put a thousand to flight while two can put 10,000 to flight if we're ever going to have the revival that god has destined Abundant Life Center to have is we've got to come together. I've said this Sunday, I say it a lot, there are no big eyes and little U's in the kingdom of God or in God's equation. There is only one body. There is only one church. And there is only one people. God is not coming back for a denomination. God is not coming back for denominations. God is not coming back for just a select group. I wish to say that God was only coming from AOC, but he's not just coming for AOC. God is coming back, the Word of God says, for a church, a church that has made herself ready. And I don't know about you tonight, but I want to be a part of the church of God I I, I, want to be uh, called in that number because in God's church, everybody's the same. Word of God said he's no respecter of persons. Doesn't matter your skin color. Doesn't matter your last name. Doesn't matter how smart you are or how smart you are not. (laughs) Doesn't matter your past failures, your past mistakes. All that matters is is you're in God's house now you are his children you are his chosen you are his elect you are what the Bible describes you are the bride of Christ I don't know about you tonight but I, that makes me happy if he doesn't do anything else for me I'm happy for the fact that That he put my name in the Lamb's book of life. And he's given me hope. And he's given me peace. And he's given me joy. I'm glad to be a part of the body of Christ. Aren't you glad to be a part of the body of Christ? I thank God for the Acts 2.38 experience. I thank God for our heritage. I thank God for our new birth experience. I thank God that Peter stood up on the day of Pentecost and preached Jesus and him crucified. I thank God that he stood up and began to say in Acts chapter 2 verse 38, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. I thank God for that. Because there is no other way to be saved. You must be born again. Every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl must be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Thank God for it. You you got to do that Sunday morning. It was an incredible experience. I even asked you today, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. There's nothing like putting on the name of Jesus. You put on the name of Jesus Through baptism. That's why the Bible says we are buried with him in baptism. And when we are buried with him in baptism, we put on the name of Christ. Hallelujah. And that's what puts our name in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Getting a part of the church of God by having his name applied and then having the ability to be baptized by the Spirit and speak in tongues as a spirit gives the utterance. Thank God for that. I remember what it was like way back when when I was baptized, many, 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 many years ago. but I still remember it today, just as it was yesterday. And there is no other way. I even even alluded to the fact, that there was a friend of mine that was in service last Sunday morning and he looked at me uh, many years ago and he said, I- I've done this and I've done that. Uh, he said, I don't think I need to be baptized. What do you think? And I said, John, I- I'm glad for your pedigree. I'm glad for everything you've done good in your life, but it really doesn't matter what I believe. Let's just read the word of God. And after we have got done reading scripture about baptism, I said, what do you think now? He said, well, I think I need to be baptized. I said, that's a good answer. There is no other way. There is no other formula. I believe in Acts 2.38. I believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection. I believe in repentance. I believe in baptism. I believe in the gift of the Holy Ghost. So having said that and having laid that foundation, can I just tell somebody, as much as I believe in it, as much as I thank God for it, as much as I want everybody to experience the new birth experience, let me just tell you, you can't survive on Acts 2.38 alone. I know it got quiet there. I want it to be quiet there because I want to tell you if all you do is repent one day and be baptized one day and you speak in tongues one day that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make it home. Just because you were baptized back in the good old days they talk about. The Brush Arbor days. Were they really good days? where you sat on bales of hay, and it was hot outside, and the brush arbor was just like a metal rooftop, so the water wouldn't hit you, there was no AC, there was no PA, you didn't have padded pews, but they talk about the good old days. Well, thank God for what we have tonight. But just because we have padded pews and nice, Uh, sanctuaries and nice lights and nice music does not mean we're going to make it to heaven just because we got the Holy Ghost back then. Because my Bible says this in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 and they continued. (laughs) Somebody shout continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. More than anything in this world, we need to continue. We need to continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. We need to keep the new birth. We need to keep the oneness of God we need to keep the holiness of God and on and on and on. These are very important and we must not waver on these. We must be fixed on our doctrine. We must be firmly granted on the word. We need this. It has got to be more than grandma's and grandpa's religion. You've got to get it, this word, into your heart and into your soul and you've got to meditate it and you've got to get it on side of you because it's your roadmap and it is your guide. You've got to get it for yourself but Peter did not stop there on doctrine thank God for doctrine before I, I couldn't say that in the beginning because you had throw me casting stones at me thank God for doctrine pastor believes in doctrine but doctrine alone cannot save us he went on to say and fellowship we need fellowship we have got to have fellowship. You will never survive in this church or any other church if you come in late and you leave early. You must come early and you must leave late. You must stay around the altar and stay around for one another and make yourself friendly. We need fellowship. Good, godly Fellowship. That's what we need. Look at that person next to you and say, I need you. And you need me. And we've got to learn to love one another. We've got to learn to be kind to one another. Bible says, and how much more of them that are of the household of faith. There should not be division in the church. Drama should not reside in the church. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. You should not be able to walk in this building and put your nose up in the air because you don't like that person. Well, I'm gonna tell you if you don't like that person, you ain't going up there. Bible says you gotta love your enemies. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for those that mistreat and abuse you. You've got to learn to be friendly. Be ye kind one to another. That's what we gotta do. It's the golden rule. Anybody know the golden rule? Do unto others as they've done unto you. Give to that person as long as they give to you. Love that person as long as they love you. Give mercy to that person as long as they give. No, do unto others the way you want them to do unto you. They may not love you. They may not like you. They they may not show mercy, but you have got to show mercy. Mercy. And you've got to show love. The Lord even goes a step far further on this. He said, How can you hate your brother whom you have seen and love me who you have not seen? He said, What I need you to do, thank God you're praying. Thank God you're playing and and singing and and you're floating on the clouds and you're playing your little harp. Thank God you could speak in tongues. But God's saying, listen, if you got aught against one another, lay thy gift at the altar and go and make it right. Because he's saying, your prayers ain't going anywhere. That gift that you're trying to give to me is defiled because you got hard against Brother Roy. You better put that gift down and go to Brother Roy and say, Brother Roy, I'm sorry. And he may say, huh, I told you you should have done that. And that's when we say, mm-hmm, really? Have you ever asked for forgiveness and that person just made you matter. Than what you were in the beginning. You're like. uh, I just tried to make it right. But you just. Kept it going. But the Lord says. Love them. Pray for them. Now I understand that. that We've got a pretty large church. that, that, That not all of us. Are going to just enjoy. Another's company. Now I'm not saying you have to. Break bread with everybody, but you do have to love everybody. And the Lord says, You've got to learn to fellowship. Thank God for the doctrine. Thank God uh, that you've been baptized. Thank God you got the Holy Ghost. But you've got to understand you are a part of the body, you're a part of the body of Christ, and you need fellowship. Iron sharpens iron. Well, well, Pastor, it's just to get together at your house. You're just eating food and and you're playing, uh, you know, the, the, those crazy uh, games that you know making people do things they don't like to do, like that catchphrase. You ever been to my house and and you you you've played that game and, and and you see my wife in a in a different way. You're like, wow, she's competitive. <laughs> to the fact that one time if you were there at that time she got so frustrated. She said, okay it's not boys against girls this time because boys are always winning. She's going, we're going to number them. One, two, one, two, one, two and the ones with the ones and the twos with the twos. But somehow if you ever played catchphrase, but somehow the ones they just got in the line, there's like three of them or four of them, and they'd do their catchphrase and they'd pass it to their partner and it would buzz on them. (laughs) They're playing against themselves and we're just laughing. And some of you say, well, it's just a game. Yes, but it's fellowship because you never know and some of you been in my house where we've maybe been at the supper table and we're eating and we're joking, we're having fun, and all of a sudden there was a prayer need that came, and we started changing gears and went to prayer. There is a power when we learn to get together and break bread and understand there is no big eyes, there's no little. We are a part of the body of Christ. And if we're ever going to see the revival that God has for us. And, and one of the things that I'm going I'm to I'm shoot for in 2020. I, I want to have a 500 soul revival. Really do. I, I really believe it's going to happen. I really believe that God is, is fixing to turn some things around. Really do. But listen. It starts with one. Everybody reaching one. Everybody discipling one. Everybody mentoring one. We've got to learn to get that one around one another and begin to love one another. If we're going to see that revival, it's got to come together. Divided we fall, but united we stand. There's an old song that says, you're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. You know what I'm saying? We need one another. We really do. Acts chapter 2, 42. And they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. And fear came upon every soul. They're breaking bread. But they were praying. And fear came upon every soul. And guess what happened? Wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Just like that God turns it around and all of a sudden all them that believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need and they continually daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all people and the Lord did what? Add it to the church daily, such as should be saved. When we learn to get together, God says, hey, I can get the souls. Don't focus on souls. Focus on me. Focus on getting around with one another and just saying, you know what? God's been good. I've been so proud of Brother Cole and Brother Alex. You can come. I knew it wouldn't be long tonight, but I've been so proud of you, Brother Cole. Is, is Brother Cole perfect? No. But you aren't either. Has Brother Cole made mistakes? Yes. But you've made mistakes as well. But he's had one time over 67 kids in a P7 club. Pretty amazing. In a school where they want to take prayer out of the school. And yet we've got 67 kids. Coming to get together to do what? Eat pizza and learn about the word. It's hyphen group getting together. It's one another getting together. It's learning that that this church is bigger, not inside the four walls, but outside those four doors. When we learn to take it with us. Because if we could take it with us, we'd get this in the streets. We'd get this in our jobs. We can get this in our neighborhoods. We can get this in the grocery store. How many times you've been to Target? I mean, I go to Target and and, and I know I'm going to see Sister Lois. Every time I go to Target, I know she'll be there. We were were singing, Jesus will be there. You go to Target, Sister Lois will be there. I can't wait to get to Target. But here's the deal. As we see one another in stores and what a great time it is to stop and just talk about the things of God. If we're going to grow, it can't just be here. It's got to be outside those walls. Tomorrow tomorrow We are fixing to have a fall festival. And I, yeah, it is. Because I'm praying that our lights would shine. I've got people every year coming up saying, I can't believe this thing is free. You guys love, that's what we're all about is loving. We show people love. They come here. I love Brother Ray. Glad you're here. Man, been missing you. It's my boy, man. My brother was just here Sunday. He was talking about you. He said, said, you were just a a shooter. He said, you were on point playing basketball. Called you a sniper is what he called you. Man. And when we learn to just get together, God begins to help us. And here's what really happens and what's really cool is when you're hurting, I want to hurt with you. I want to pray with you. I want to stop what I'm doing and I I want to talk with you. But then when you're rejoicing, I want to link up together. I'm telling you, Brother Joel, God has got some incredible things for you and your family in 2020. But the key to it all is learning to join together. Would you stand to your feet tonight? It's an old story. Some of you may know it. It's two brothers walking down the train track. And I don't know how old they were, 12, 13, 14 years of age, but Brother Reuben, as they were walking, one of the kids, one of the brothers, had somehow stuck his leg in the railroad track and he couldn't get it out. And all of a sudden he heard the sounds of a train coming. He tried everything he could, but he couldn't get it out and his other brothers was standing right where Eddie was. And he didn't know what to do, but finally, come here, brother Eddie. The other brother came to where his brother was and just hugged him. Train's coming. The train took both their lives And the story wrote, one was held there by the track while the other was held by love. It's in the bad times, the struggle times that we really find out who our true friends are. And I'm praying that ALC would break out of this and learn to link up with one another. And we do great. We do wonderful, but I think we can do better. I think we can get together more. I think we can break bread more. I think we can play catchphrase more. I think we can go to Target more. I think whatever we do, we can do it right because we need each other. Would you take somebody by the hand? Would you bring them up to the front? I just want to conclude in this. I want you to find somebody. Just link up and just say, hey, I want to be here for you. I want to help you along life's journey. I want to be with you. I want a fellowship with you. We're part of a great kingdom, the kingdom of God. I'm glad you're a part of this church. And I'm making a commitment tonight. That I'm gonna to put God first, putting first in our lives, putting first in, in our thoughts and, and our opinions and, and our dreams. I want to put him first in our lives. Come on. We could do it together. Together. This is how we survive. This is how we make it through heaven. It's how we chart it through the course of life. It's linking up with one another. Oh, would you sing? So take hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we're giving it to you that can defeat us. Walking side by side as long as there is love. Oh, it sounds good. One more time, sing. Hallelujah. Find somebody else. Shake their hands. Hug their neck. Just tell them I love you. I'm here for you. I'll pray with you. I'll be there for you. I'll cry with you. I'll rejoice with you. Come on, that's how we're going to conclude. Find two or three people. Just start loving on one another. Fellowship in one another. My brother, hallelujah.